This is how you can get your boss, client, and the wider team to enter a new channel in under two months. In this episode, I'm going to cover three things. The tangible evidence that will absolve your teammates of fear, when to offset creative resources to talent, and how to prove a channel's value as part of your wider marketing mix. About a year ago, I was working for one of the UK's leading home improvement brands. This brand has typically been for the trade and also for an older homeowning audience, so its mainstay has always been adults. But during lockdown, there was this huge surge in young people taking on DIY tasks, which I imagine is because they were spending 24 hours a day surrounded by the same four walls. So we started to see content popping up on TikTok of students building their own desks and young couples painting their walls. We'd always historically gone after adults, but this felt like a really great opportunity to go after the next generation of DIYers, and TikTok really felt like the channel to do this. We also noticed that there was no other UK home improvement brand on TikTok, so this was a chance to also be the first brand to own that DIY space. Unfortunately, we didn't have the creative resource to make TikToks in-house, but what we did have was a talent agency. So we sent emails to them, and within two weeks, we had a full list of talent with thousands of followers. And we also had guaranteed views too, which was a great way to sell it in internally. And the result? Well, it was being the first DIY brand on TikTok in the UK with absolutely fantastic results. So how can you sell your ideas internally? First, you're going to walk because going on new channels is always a risk. And what I found is that brands typically use organic social to enter new channels, which can end up being really resource heavy with community management, social media management, and extra content creation. And then there's a lot of pushing out content and crossing fingers and hoping that it sticks. But the walk is all about establishing the basics. So really coming back to what are your marketing objectives? Are they to raise awareness, drive traffic, change perception, increase sales? And then what channels are your audience using and what KPIs are you trying to measure? Because basically you need to do all of this so that you have the beginnings of your selling. So to recap, you need to know your objectives and what this new channel or idea could do to make them even better. Then you're going to jog. So this is the scary part where you've got to get your internal stakeholders on board with what it is that you're proposing. But it's really important that you do this because you need to bring them on your journey and demonstrate to them what are the next steps that we need to take to make this happen. So some of these things include considering the barriers that you might face, because as I said before, new things can be really resource heavy. So can you test your new channel as a small part of an existing campaign? Or can you outsource your creative? For example, in the home improvement brand I mentioned earlier, we did admit that we didn't have the creative resource to make it happen, but we did have a talent agency that could. Then you want to make it really easy for them to say yes. So can you show the expected results and learnings that you might gain? And are there any guarantees you can provide them with, such as a guaranteed number of views? This phase is really all about collaboration and involving your stakeholders. And now we come on to the sprint. This is the most important part because this is when you're going to excite your business. You want to kick off your activity with an internal email or a team huddle or an announcement at the breakfast meeting because this is when you're going to give your rallying cry to the team and get them all excited about this campaign or channel that you're embarking on. But don't forget that you also need to set up check-ins. So don't leave your stakeholders in the dark now that you're live. For example, can you tell them how often you will measure the campaign metrics or how often you'll meet with them to discuss the results? And don't forget, 
The whole point of sprints is that they are test and learn at speed. So make sure you're ready to take the learnings, whether the results are good or great or a bit of a flop. And ultimately, with the walk-jog-sprint framework, it's really just shorthand for a considered purchase. You're basically giving your stakeholders a reason to believe and you're giving it to them in digestible chunks so that they stay with you throughout the journey. If you take nothing else away from this episode, then I'm here to leave you with these three things. One, have a really clear reason for making this change that's beyond because it's cool right now. Think, will it help the brand? Will it meet their marketing objectives? Two, make sure you involve your key stakeholders throughout the whole process. And three, if it doesn't work out, pay attention as to why, because you might not be able to make the change today, but you could tomorrow. You're listening to the Social Minds Podcast. This has been Answered with Pollyanna Ward, where we clear up the questions that marketers hear most.